Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Jalan! Jalan! Hello, welcome to another brand new My Mate Bought a Toaster. My name's Tom Price, uh, co-hosting with me today, as ever, is the wonderful... Samantha Baines. Samantha Baines, I knew that was your name. I can say it myself. He's very good at it. Modern woman. Very, very true. Very strong. You're very strong. Uh, And joining us today, a brilliant radio broadcaster, very, very funny man, uh, one of the geniuses behind Reasons to be Cheerful, a fantastic podcast. Is it on at the moment? Is it back soon? What's day to you? It never stops. It stops. It's going on and on. It's relentless. So what happens with this, Jeff? We dive into your um, Amazon account. Now, we've gone into orders straight away. And all I can see straight away, right? It goes back in time. So it goes right back to 2003. That was your first order on Amazon.co.uk. But beneath that, Samantha Baines, can you see this? It says hidden orders. Yes, and yes, I'm you've excited. just alerted me. Jeff Lloyd, what's going on here? Who, who well, are you can hiding you tell this me from? What? So the, the 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 only thing. It, so, so firstly, it could just be fat thumbs. There could be an option when you're ordering something that I'm accidentally hitting, mm. and I know this happens to me because the other day I um, I put my son to bed. I went upstairs to watch telly and I opened up Twitter and I got this, this barrage of tweets saying, I'm disgusted with you. I never knew you were like this. I've listened to you for years and I'm horrified. Can you explain yourself? I'm thinking, what the hell is going on? How have they found out? That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, <be> thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. So, so anyway, it turns out that I have, unknown to me, favourited a racist tweet. <gasps> So oh, no. there was some tweet Oops. went round on Sunday where somebody had like tweeted something horrible about um, uh, immigrants from Central and Eastern Europe, oh, and I think there was some kind of Twitter furore going on around uh, around this mm. where it had ended up being retweeted into my timeline, mm. and presumably as I was scrolling past it, I would have hit the heart without realizing. Oh man! And then people are like, "You awful, <laughs> massive oh, God. Error. Yeah. But how quick it's that John Ronson thing of being publicly shamed. How quick people are to pounce on us and kill us. But who is looking at the tweets other people are favouriting just in case? It, no, it shows you. It comes up now on your on your feed. Oh, is that On your Twitter it feed, it'll say right. Jeff Lloyd liked yeah. Morrissey's latest album. Or, oh, God. <laughs> so I, I do think I have quite fat thumbs, and I think so, you Jeff know, I'll often delete. So what what is in hidden orders? Let's have though? a look at Jeff Lloyd, the fat-thumbed racists. <laughs> hidden orders. It's pretty nice. It's, it's all, it's, they're all books, aren't they? Yeah. They're all books. Um, radio Moments by David Lloyd. So obviously you're a radio man to your core. So. Yeah, he, was, he was my old boss for a while bought that in 2018 that's quite that recent. was me let's go back um 20 well hello 2010 yes you bought a copy of the game by neil strauss now the game samantha baines do you know what this is the, no. the game this is a book that caused some controversy oh it's awful yeah because it's all about it's a it's a guy who uh wrote, writes about the, the trick effectively the tricks you play on women to try and um, you yes. know this thing about negging okay. it's a negging. It's, a pickup, it's pickup artists so i can i can confidently say hmm. i have never never read that book 
Mm. Well, the funniest book I've read this year says Tony Parsons. Sort of, no, well, well Tony Parsons has become a problem, hasn't it? He's, he's really, <laughs> no. worse than Morrissey, he is. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, it does have 60% five-star reviews. It's, mm. it's okay. awful. It's really, it's really bad. I'm trying to think... What, can you see what address it was dispatched to? Um, Jeff, uh, it's Portobello Road. So that is mm, me. That's you. That's definitely you. Yeah, don't. It's not. It's not a mistake. Oh, we're not judging you for buying it. But I mean, I've got it at home. I, I, someone got it for me for Christmas. So I don't know. I wonder if gross. I would have bought it as a present for somebody, but I wouldn't have bought it as a present for somebody. I thought. Mm. Look, here's here's your way to find mm. a girlfriend. What are you exposing? This is an awful This is a mystery. Man, Jeff, I thought. This is, this is weird. I th- when he came out, I thought Jeff Lloyd, one of the nicest guys. Turns out now. I must science admit that, that, of getting that, rich is very exciting. Oh yeah, there you go. The, up here. the science of getting rich. The science. Why did of you buy rich? that in 2015? What is that? Oh yeah, the science of getting rich by Wallace Wattles and John. Oh, Arrigo. I read a book. It's Kindle. I, it's free. I, I, free yeah, book. I, I read, Hang I, on. It's the science of getting rich, <laughs> and it's free. So they are clearly. So do it. Not very good at getting rich themselves. I think I read some other book which would maybe reference some old timey. Writers. Oh, okay. Anything else interesting in uh, hidden? Orders? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you spot in a common, common thread at all as to why these things <laughs> would be hidden? Let's go to your orders. We're going to leave the hidden yeah. orders behind. All right. We're going to go to we're going right back in the into the history of Jeff Lloyd to two thousand and three. Okay. And and straight away, you've already talked about this. We have bought here a multi-region DVD player. Jeff Lloyd, the fat-thumbed racist pirate, is ready to yeah, watch Region One DVDs to yeah. his heart's content. Yeah, I have no regard for copyright law. <laughs> you sent that to Annabelle. Annabelle. Oh, you see, this this is what you're going to find in most of my orders. I think, like, you will find that I've. I, I, I think it's as I was thinking about it this morning. I, I think it's quite an obnoxious trait in somebody to, in a conversation, they'll say, "Oh, what you've never seen?" Dot dot dot. Well, I'm going to buy it for you and send it to you. And I think <laughs> most of my Amazon orders are exactly that: trying to educate people yeah. or, or trying to impose my tastes on other people. I would also say, in June 2003, uh, you have instantly become my favourite guest we've ever had on this because you spent £124 on one, two, three, four, five, no, even more, They Might Be Giants albums. You went on a They Might Be Giants spree. You did, I did. They are the greatest band. £125 spree. That's incredible. I think I've been listening to Flood, which was the only album of theirs. I knew a few of the single, but I only really knew Flood. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, I really like this band. I'm going to buy everything they've ever released. I think that that was what went on there. I love They Might Be Giants. They're so good. Why is the world in love again? Why are we marching hand in hand? Why are the ocean levels rising up? Sam, it's a brand new record yeah. for, for 1990. 1990. Yeah. I like the fact that they have a theme song at the beginning of their album. Like, sort of <laughs> introducing, it it's a bit like Sergeant Pepper, it is, isn't it? Massively, yeah. yeah. Uh, 2004, January 2004. Come with me, Samantha Banks. Hang on, you have missed in 2003. Oh, yeah, go on. Because I went through them this morning to see what was in there. I You're the first guest we've had on who's done who's done. Is that right? I've done, done, done my homework. So, so. Uh, you, you missed in 2003 because oh. when I was going through this, this this morning I saw something called the mucusless diet system oh my okay yes here we yeah. go October 2003 the mucusless diet healing system by Arnold Eret. So this ties into I can't. Is it free? Did I pay money for that? Yeah, no, that? no. You paid money. You paid uh, two pounds ninety eight. Right. So this this seems a little bit like the sort of nineteenth century pamphlet you found earlier about <laughs> the science of making money. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I've got no memory of ever owning the mucus this diet, but I am one for a fad diet. Uh That same year, I bought a little pamphlet called The Master Cleanser, which became, that became a thing. People like Beyonce were doing it. What's that? It was a fast, and you would just drink lemon juice, cayenne pepper, hot water. I mean, I... I, Just make yourself suffer. That's all diets are. Yeah, I know. The the worst one I ever did was the cabbage soup diet. Worst for for the people around you. Well, I went to the premiere of the film Sliding Doors, (laughs) and... I I'd, I'd was on the cabbage soup diet at the time and I think I ruined the premiere for everybody, not just oh, because wow. I was going in and out of the toilet the whole time, but I think I was really, there were gassy emissions. Forget the sliding doors, open a window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Many <laughs> doors were sliding. Yeah, so I think you you will find the odd fad diet in there. I love it. Uh, the mucusless diet healing system. Samantha, have you, have you done some research here? It has uh, 79% of five-star reviews. Is that good? No. That sounds good. That sounds good. Right. A truly life-changing book, Go says on. Cam. An amazing book which I would say is life-changing for someone with an open-minded approach to new ideas. Eret does a wonderful job of describing the best way to eat and maintain a healthy lifestyle. I've recommended this to many of my friends. So I, just, is... I just want to say, I wasn't big on mucusy diets up until that point. <laughs> <laughs> I just really liked it. I love that gloopiness. But what, but what is... Some one-star what, reviews. What's the, one, what's the sort of one-line pitch for a mucusless diet? What is mucus? Whenever we eat in mucus? Or is it things that, that make us create mucus? Is that what it's saying? I don't know, but Cave Girls have given it one star and she said this book was very hard to understand. <laughs> wow. Which I think is I mean, she exactly is what girl. we're feeling right <laughs> yeah, now. Unless it's written in cave drawings, it's probably so struggle. The, um, the, the descri- no, there is no, there is no product description mm. on this just, item. Just, yeah, it's just a mucusless. It's just the title and that's really, what you have to I go I never on. really think about my mucus too much to be honest let alone going online and buying a book about it <laughs> Jeff Lloyd this is an incredible journey already and then a few months later you dropped £180 yeah. on all of the Friends box sets Series 7 Series 8 Series right, well, 9 well here is the thing I've never seen an episode of Friends but you've spent all this money yeah, on them it was, uh, <laughs> it was my then girlfriend's Christmas present but oh, okay. I, I think I've become you know it's like the people who've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones and love to tell you about it Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm a bit people, like yes. one of those people with Friends so I've seen bits I think you know I've seen enough bits of an episode to make up several episodes but I've never sat down and watched one start to finish you should do the podcast Friends with Friends when you watch an episode of Friends and then talk about it because here's, you can watch it like afresh and anew and see how badly it's aged here's my problem with it so when I've seen bits of it I've quite liked it right that sounds doesn't sound like a big problem uh, uh, so I like I like I think there's some really good jokes in it yeah. but I really hate the fact that they hug at the end and that they all make friends and like there's a story arc I just can't watch that in I comedy feel like you've made that up they don't always hug at the end of There's always some... They but always have a little saying, falling out and they get to know each other a bit better <laughs> and there's a nice cutesy what, bit. What, I mean, what's wrong no. with you? It's a sitcom. There has to be a resolution. Otherwise, no, it's Samuel no, no, Beckett, no. isn't it? No, what's... no. The, the, the mantra on Seinfeld was no hugs, no lessons. And it's a far superior sitcom for it. That's interesting. That I did not know. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. I, Friends has aged really badly. Let's not get into a... a let's not get into Friends tangent, but you did... <laughs> Spend a lot of money on all of them for your then girlfriend. Yes. Did she happily watch them? After? Like, did you then split up and say, "Well, I'm gone," but you've well, got we... Monica and Chandler. So we were together for some years after that, and okay. I believe they were in rotation. But it wasn't anything I ever sort of involved myself in. Right. Which year? Well, I'm we, going. Not... I'm now going to 2005. Is there anything I've missed out from before? Because I did like the no, mucus no. Diet. I think I think the, the mucusless diet was you know was <laughs> worth mental. drawing your attention to. But... Well, I don't feel like we've we've really resolved. But then that, that's what we want. Well, no lessons. But I know, don't. Ha- yeah. I haven't learned anything well, from the mucusless you know, diet. If if there is a lesson to be 
learned I am an overweight man and I didn't stick with the mucusless diet. But you're still alive. I am still, still very alive, healthy. Yeah. But quite mucusy. Uh, well, yeah. Okay, a mucusless diet requires the elimination of all mucus-forming foods. This ah, includes okay. the following. Milk, milk products, meats... Uh, refined flour, sugars, white rice, chemicals, and all processed, devalued, and junk food. Okay. A mucusless diet means we use foods in their wholesome state. It doesn't sound much fun, though, does no. it? Does it? Who knew that mucus was a sort of side effect of fun? Well, I have been mucusy <laughs> today because I'm having a great time. <laughs> I've been telling people for years that um, don't drink milk when you've got a cold. And I wonder if I picked that up from the mucusless diet. That felt like a thing that was doing the rounds in the early noughties. It was from me, and it was because I bought that book on Amazon. We must have had friends in common then who told me that as well, so thank you for that. (laughs) Uh, It was up there with uh, tapping the top of a can of Coke before you... um, What's that? I don't know that one. Oh, come on. If you've got a tin of drink and you... get the air out. Before you do it, you do a little tap on the ring before you pull it. And it's supposed to make all the air go to the top so it doesn't spray up and, and... Explode. And is it just so you foam. get the satisfying noise as well? When you, I, I think the noise remains the same. I think yeah. it, this was a, a an urban myth uh-huh. life hack. I don't think it really did anything, did it? So if oh, I, I drop still a, do it. If well, I, everyone does it, yeah, but it doesn't do anything. If I drop fizzy pop on the floor... That's right, before you open it. But, but And then I think, okay, I can't go back to that for some hours now. It's <laughs> like, in a volatile state. <laughs> it's the firework of consumables. But if I was to give it the double tap... That's It'd the be neutralises it. It'd be absolutely fine. Well, I don't know if it's true or not. I, I wonder if I, I think it's an old wives' tale. There was a vending machine at hand, so we could test it <laughs> we around all this it. electronic equipment. Also, oh God, not drinking no. milk is a um, is a vocal technique. Oh, it's really? bad for singers. Yeah, dairy. Oh, okay. oh. They don't. Have Talking it. of singers, let's go to 2005, Boxing Day 2005. Hello. Someone has obviously got their friends round, or maybe they've just kicked their family out of their flat because SingStar 80s with microphone for the PlayStation 2 has been purchased for £30, along with SingStar Party, along with SingStar Pop World. <laughs> Jeff Lloyd, you spent £62 on SingStar Karaoke. DVDs for your yeah, PlayStation really? 2. Yeah. What but, a Christmas that so, was. So I went to a party on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I'd never seen so I'm not a gamer and I and I was obsessed with karaoke and I'd never seen Singstar before. And I just felt like, oh well, there we go. There's the future. This is gonna change my life forever. And I'm I'm so I, I think I would try and get my then girlfriend to just play Singstar just the two of us. <laughs> I was obsessed with it. Yeah. But don't you find did you ever play it by yourself? I've never done. I've done, never. I don't think I've played Beatles Rock Band, which we come on to in two thousand and nine, oh, perhaps. What a time! That uh, was. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so I've, I've definitely played that on my own, but I never right. done SingStar on my own. But my wife and I will sometimes go to karaoke on our own, <gasps> like a date, get, yeah, and just get a room just for the two of us. No, you know, like oh, we're going to check in just a room for two for the <laughs> afternoon, but in a karaoke booth. Hang on, you'll go to uh, you'll go to a karaoke booth. The two of you, yes. in, in an, on an afternoon, yes, sober, yeah, because I'm I'm sober. I've been sober for a long time. That's amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. That breaks for yeah. me all the rules, and I'm glad it does. Of karaoke, which is massive group of you to avoid the awkwardness, so you all just chant. It's basically the back of a bus. Yeah, no, no, hey, hey, no, you can't do that because you have to wait too long. Yeah, for your turn. you have to wait too long, and also you get people who think it's appropriate to sing as loud as you are, yeah. even though they haven't got the microphone. And it's, it's you no know, <laughs> totally, da- hands up, that's totally no, me. Fine on the choruses, oh. fine if you're harmonising, <laughs> but if it's somebody's lead, you've got to leave them to it. They should be rules on karaoke when you're oh, seeing, there should be rules yeah. but there should be like when the lyrics are coming up there should be indications that say like it should, uh, the screen should go red when people can join in do you know what I mean yes, to try yeah, and it should, it should. formalise this like, I, I 
do not enjoy any social interaction. Absolutely I don't agree. want to go to your, your house for dinner. I don't want to go to your birthday party. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the, the launch of any... I don't want to go to your Christmas do. Yeah. But if you say to me, will you come to karaoke? I will do it with a bunch of strangers. I'm <laughs> the most socially awkward person you can imagine, except at karaoke. And I, I want to be clear Why? I don't have a good singing voice. It's, you know, that's not, and, and nor am I a good performer. I mean, like my wife is somebody who really relishes the performance and goes for it. Yeah. I'm not that person, but I just really <laughs> love karaoke. I love the structure of it. Yeah. I love the fact that you, you go and you know what time it starts and you know how long you've got the room for. And at the so, end you can go. Yes. And I love that you're not worrying really about the small talk because it's loud and you've got a distinct role because every time it's your turn to sing, yeah. your words yeah. are there on the screen. It's like having a teleprompter. So you like it? Because it's a it's a heavily formatted social event, yes, and yes, you know yes. exactly what you've got exactly, to do. Yeah, I like I'm, structured fun. The, yes. Yeah, structured fun. But the thing I like most about that, Jeff, is that at the end when you go, well, this is over now. We have finished the singing, and everyone goes, oh, should we go to the bar for drinks? Right, and I'm no, like, no, bye bye. Uber's. I literally I ordered the Uber during American Pie. How long do you go for? Because there is always that last song. Minimum of two hours. Yeah. Minimum of two hours. Yeah. An hour's not enough. No, it's not. And I, I'm always sort of, I don't know if it's because I've worked in radio for a long time, but I've always got an eye on that ticking clock. I've got it in my head, okay, Hey Jude is about seven minutes long, so got to start it at 53. Do you, yeah, do you get nervous when you're heading towards a junction? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're on the hour now. The sure. coming up. My name's Pete Allison. And I'm Dave Cribb, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends. Each week we invite a guest on ask them to pick their favourite episode of Friends and then we talk about it in far too much detail. Basically, if you like the show Friends and you like it when people take things far too seriously, then you might well like this podcast. Search Great Big Owl on your podcast app of choice and you'll find Friends with Friends right there. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, we're going now into 2006. Jeff Lloyd, radio broadcaster extraordinaire. I mean, this is what's happening to you in your life at this point. Where are you in 2006? Are you at Virgin? Or? Yeah, so in 2006, I was. it was my favourite time, actually, uh, 2006, 7 and 8. I did Apart a late from now, night. if your wife and children are listening. No, no. Okay, okay, no, reasonable. Yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> Professionally, it was my favourite time. I was doing a late night show, and it was it's just the best time to be on radio. Mm. It feel, I, I grew up listening to late night radio, and I always thought you would... Felt like a member of a club. 
listening to it and people really like i've done breakfast shows and people dip in and out 15 minutes they're doing other things but when you're doing a late night show people really listen to it you have lots of in jokes and yeah. that's i was doing a show called the jeff show on virgin radio at the time what a privilege to do that though isn't it just to have that space and have that time it was great and we used to do we used, there was a game we used to do called drunk versus stoned <laughs> Where we'd have a drunk caller versus a stone caller, and we had to like we had to think very carefully about how to you know uh, uh, protect ourselves from complaints and offcom, yeah. and we pitched it as a cautionary uh, exploration Good. of the effects of alcohol and cannabis. Very nice. We had a dirty book at bedtime in which my co-host Annabelle would sort of read out bad erotica in a thick South End accent. Mm. So uh, an early version of My Mate Bought a Pony. Uh, yeah, of course it was. Dad yeah, wrote yeah. a porno, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we did a thing called The Shitting Forecast <laughs> where callers would ring in and tell us what they'd eaten that day and then over the shipping forecast music Annabelle would predict their bowel movements for the next day. <laughs> It was. It was. How a, did you get away with that? That's amazing. It was. It was my Honestly, it was just great. I just yeah. loved it, and it was four days a week as well. And at the time, I had a house in Sweden, so I used to go to Sweden on a Friday morning, like get up really early, and not come back till Monday tea time. So I'd be swimming in the sea on a Are Monday morning, and then me? back to do my show on a Monday night. Why did you have a house in Sweden? I just really, really loved it over there. Um, I'd, I'd gone there when I was 21 on holiday and really liked it and then yeah. gone back some years later. And, you know, at the time, I so thought, how will I ever afford to buy a place in London? Mm. And at the time, property was really cheap in Sweden and they're, re- they're very big on work-life balance and they'll all decap, decamp to the countryside yes. in the summer. So I bought this plot of land in the, in the uh, Stockholm archipelago with a lovely little cottage on it and then had the terrible idea of demolishing it and rebuilding a, a sort of grand design style house which <laughs> nearly bankrupted me and it was like this miserable, miserable life-eating experience. Yeah. But, How long did it take to do the place up then? Um, well, you know, builders went bankrupt. And then, I've had that happen to me as yeah, well. It's I mean, so it's, much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I, I think oh, sort of three years maybe. This is extraordinary. And so you'd fly off on a Friday morning, first thing. Yes, I get. I mean, I'd finish the radio show at one yeah. and sleep for a couple of hours and be on a flight by about six or seven. And were you doing this with your then or now partner, or were you doing with it by my yourself? Then partner, yes. Okay. And she, she was um, sort of working, doing bits of writing and bits of other stuff. So she, she would be over there a lot of the time. So I just. You know, it was like we lived there, really, but I'd come and stay in London for four nights oh, a week. I love that jet setting. Yeah, that's great. I'm obsessed. the environment. Absolutely. I'm so I am obsessed with Scandinavia. I love it so much. Yeah, they it's brilliant. Are, it's the, that's incredible. Yeah. It's got the best climate, the best people. And also, booze is really overpriced, so you're not, there's not drunk and wine because everywhere is. Yeah, yeah. It works so well. And there's just this, there's just an oddness, I think. Like, yeah. there's a, like people are... Fun, like, this this cliche about Scandinavians being boring, actually, they're, they're quite reserved in that they don't want to get into personal interaction, which suits me fine. Yeah. But when you scratch the surface, everybody's nuts. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all the books and films that have come out there for the last few years, obviously, yeah. the Scandinavian and all that stuff, and you're like, whoa! Well, this, uh, another thing I noticed, you know, when I'm saying I'm buying the same thing, over and over again for different mm. people. Yeah. Like a film that I keep buying for people on this Amazon account is a Swedish film called Four Shades of Brown. Right, okay. Um, Sexy. Yeah. Well, is it the shitting forecast again? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of, I mean, that's that's where the, the, the it's, it's, it was actually started life as a Swedish TV programme and it was four comedy dramas. Right. Um, and the four shades of brown come from look, it's four stories, but we all shit the same colour. That's that's is that idea. right? Is that what, okay? Yeah, right. and 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 then I think it was so successful they 
glued it together into a film. But it's it's brilliant. It's so good. One of them is about a group who meet every week, I think in a library in Gothenburg, to talk about cookery. Yeah. So it's a cookery club. But of course they're not really talking about cookery. Um, and it's the strange things that the people bring to the group. And there's this one guy who sits there and makes everybody uncomfortable by describing his sexual fantasies. And he talks about how what he likes to do is take a funnel and then pour cornflakes into the funnel, into his wife's vagina, and right. then like have sex through the cornflakes. <gasps> Her poor vagina. And, well, I mean, it well, turns... They get soggy after a while, don't they? <laughs> yeah. It, it turns out like he's a fantasist, none of this happens, yeah. and he's just saying it for attention in the yeah. group. But it's, it's you know, it's quite a strange... I don't know how... Like, I really love a weird it. film to buy for people, especially if you save them. <laughs> when you get them the gift, hey, mum, you'll love it. Go to 18 minutes, 32 seconds. That story. <laughs> the cornflake vagina. Um, I'll tell bit. you who's in it is uh, Saga Noren from The Bridge. Oh. So, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Amazing. From Malmö County Police. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's an early role of hers, but it's, uh, I, th- I really love it. I don't, I don't know how great it is. What's it called? The Four Shades of Brown. Four Shades of Brown, right, we'll link to it. Go and follow us right. at ToasterPod on Twitter and we'll do a link to that product. Um, what else have we got here? You're living your best life with a uh, six-slice toaster. <laughs> Look at that, Duelit six-slice toaster, stainless what steel. What year are we talking there? 2009. So th- yes. This is a £200 toaster. Jeez. Let me tell you something, I've bought that toaster on multiple occasions. <laughs> are you kidding me? No, I well, mean, it's a great toaster. It's the Rolls-Royce <laughs> of toasters. Mm. And, you know, if you've got... You, you you can make six slices. Yeah. Do you need six slices at once? So you've got three people around. So. Okay, yeah. Hang on, let me just do the math too. They so all six. Yeah, that's six right there. Two yeah. each. Um, <laughs> that works very well. But I I ordered one of these. To- so that was when when I was with my ex, and then we broke up, and mm-hmm. then I thought I really need that toaster again. So I ordered it again. Mm. It came up as delivered on Amazon. But it wasn't delivered. One of those. So I contacted them, yeah. and they said, "No, we can see it's got some kind of tra- tracking chip or something in it, and we can see that it's in your neighbourhood." But they couldn't narrow it down to which house. So it was a very small radius, like twenty metres. So I know one of my neighbours has intercepted a toaster and kept it for themselves, and not just any old toaster. One of these dual six size toasters, stainless steel six zero one four four. Did you go around knocking on doors and say hello? <laughs> I would have gone around knocking on doors. That's yeah. incredible. Give so, me my but, yeah, but with my fear of interacting with people, that's was true. Outweighed by well, go around knocking on their doors, but <laughs> playing a 1980s pop song in the background, so you have to sing, sing a song. <laughs> now yeah. that would be fine. Yeah, through the medium of karaoke, yeah. this could this could improve all your social awkwardness. Could be much better if you just I, did everything. Am I the first person to have actually bought a toaster? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, oh wow. my God! Just made that connection. Yes. Our first toaster on the podcast, which is called My Mate Bought a Toaster. Neither I nor Samantha, to be fair. <laughs> we're both looking very ashamed of ourselves as well. Our first ever toaster on My Mate Bought a Toaster. And it's a good one as well. And I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, you're going to struggle to beat that. Seriously high end toaster. at some point, Someone... I don't know if it was from here or, or uh, a, a well known cooperative department store, mm. uh, I, I bought the bagel version. Oh, is there a. So Hang on, do you mean. Don't Wider you... slots, oh. only you can set it so on, only toast on one side. Oh, gorgeous. Because mm. I thought, wow. don't, don't they, the julep comes with a little, um, like a, a net thing, like a metal net that you put on top of the toaster and you can then heat croissants on top of it as well. Oh, I've never used it. I didn't know that was what it for. And it I'm in. not a big one for reading an instruction. No, you of course not. Yeah. No yeah. Both know far too much about toasters. This is, and this toasting is a brilliant bread toaster. Goods. It's a brilliant toaster. Um, but it does, I would say, Jeff, to play devil's advocate, we had one of these for a four. 
a four-way, mm. not a six-way. And four is fine. The people who annoy me are the people with the two slice. I What's mean, the point of that? Don't, don't, What's the point of that? Yeah. I have, I have a two-slice toaster. I'm sorry. Well, no. I mean, a two-slice Juliet. I think is the point. Oh, right, why okay. do that? Why? I'm going to get. Go I'm going to buy one of these. Do I'm sound, something I'm to I'm going to save up for years. You're doing all right for yourself. Two hundred-pound toaster. Podcasting, West End shows, radio. You can get give yourself a nice toaster. I mean, an Amazon customer did give it five stars and say, "I've bought cars for less than this cost." Works well, though. I would say, to play devil's advocate with your toaster, I had one of these and I, I struggled with it because it burnt the toast very, very quickly. There's a, the, the, the heating filaments are incredibly strong. But that's, that's how good it is. That's just toasting, isn't it? It's just you get, toasting. You're getting your toast quickly. What you're doing is um, turning the knob too far. Yeah, story of my life. You're at fault there, Tom, not the toaster. Um, 2009, 24th of March 2009, you spent £68 on... Well, you bought Out of Africa, special edition, yeah. very nice, five ninety eight. It's all right, because of the deal. And then you went a bit crazy for the Waltons. Now, can you see who Four those are di- dispatched to? Who they've dispatched to? Florence, Florence Welch. Do you know who Florence Welch is? Not as in her. Florence is this before she had a machine? Right. No. So this is this is what? A, no. This, so this is weird. This is a weird thing. So <laughs> I interviewed Florence when she was a new artist. Yeah. And. We, we sat around for ages afterwards just talking about TV and she was talking about Little House on the Prairie and she'd become quite obsessed by it. I said, have you ever seen the Walt? And she said, no, I never. I said, I'm going to send it to you, as is is my want, as we've already learned. Yeah. So, I, yes, I said, what, what address is this? She gives me the address. Was that a bit awkward when you said, can I have your no, address? No, because I'm, so I think she she was more of the instigator. Because what I'm not great at is befriending an interviewee. I'm not yeah. good at that at all. Some people thrive on it. Yeah, Hello, yeah. welcome to the show. Can I have your address? It's yes. really annoying and there's radio people I can think of who who will come away with a phone number and you're like, how did you have the supposed to do why that? Would you do that? Oh, also, why? Also, oh, why? I'm one of those people. I always oh. make friends with people. Who They're not come your friends, the though, show. are they? You just mm. yeah, we go them for them polite. They're going for lunch <laughs> with you to be polite. To them. They ask for my number. <laughs> they ask for your number because I'm super fun, guys. Okay, okay. She is quite good fun. Nobody's ever asked. But I'm not a befriender, and my assumption is if I've interviewed somebody, they will forget about me five minutes later, and if I see them in the street, then. They're not. They're not going to remember. That's just my. That's how I think about these things. Yeah. But anyway, for whatever reason, Florence and I were having this chat, and I got enthusiastic and said, "Oh, shall I send them to you?" She's like, "Yeah." She said, "Give me this address," and I think, "Fine." So I, I ordered them online and then forget all about it. Then, sort of a couple of days later, I get an email from Amazon saying um, the Waltons series one has been dispatched. Oh, fair enough. And a couple of days later than that, it's like, the Walton Series 4 has been dispatched. <laughs> then like three weeks later, it's out of stock. So it's like, the Walton Series 5 has been dispatched. And over the course of oh, about no. six weeks, it's dispatched <laughs> all these series separately. So I look like a lunatic who is just sort of like regularly sending <laughs> this young woman... Walton's DVD. Can you stop pestering yeah. Florence the Machine with yeah. Walton's DVDs? Yes. I'll send you the next series next yeah. week. That's the implication there is you've got a week to watch this series and then I'll send I'll send you the next but and presumably you have no means to get in touch with her no. and say, Soz, this no. is Amazon being Apart weird. Apart from using that address to write a letter to her. Which, <laughs> which, which is worse. Yeah, yeah. I've run it out does, of ink. I'm it using does actually have her phone number on here does it with really? the address. I wonder if that's just my phone number. You know you've it got to put our be, phone yeah. number in. That's amazing. So Florence the Machine, let's hope that right now she still sticks these Trying DVDs in her machine. <laughs> also, you've got a Blu-ray here, so I hope she has got a Blu-ray. Yeah. That'd be awkward, wouldn't it? The so Waltons um, is available on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, couldn't visit, is it? Wow. Yeah. Who is who is thinking? I like the Waltons so much. I'd like to see it in high definition <laughs> HD. Um, they've got some Futurama. The no diet diet. You like a fad diet, don't you? Yeah. You like yeah. And this as well. I'm sorry, Jeff. I hope this doesn't embarrass you. How to talk to anyone. 92 little tricks for big success in relationships. 
Yeah. I, um, so I'm not saying that wasn't me. It's mm-hmm. quite possibly an ex, mm. but um, I don't ever remember reading that. And it's certainly, if I have read it, it hasn't come in handy because I still <laughs> struggle with talking to anybody and, and relationships. So 92. I just like the 92, 92. little tricks. Like they were trying to get to 100, <laughs> yeah, weren't they? Exactly. <laughs> What's the book going to be called? 100 Tricks for Relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely fine. Six months later. Listen, I can't hit the deadline, please. I can hit the, the deadline today, but it's got to be 92. Fine. Yeah. We'll go with it. Um, all right, fine. I found a great thing in 2015. All right, let's skip ahead to 2015. Samantha Baines, tell me what you found in 2015. The Smoking Gun, in brackets, make smoked cheese, battery and wood chips included. Christmas present for a friend. Yeah, but look what's above it. Look what's above it. Look what he's bought alongside it. At the same time, he's bought a carbon monoxide alarm detector. (laughs) For the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case it goes wrong. That's brilliant. Um, So that was a present, was it? Did you? Yeah, it was. Did you also see in 2015? There's a, a book. I can't remember what it's called, but it's by a guy called Peter Rosengard. Have either of you come across him in your no. long and storied careers in comedy? <laughs> no, who's Peter Rosengard? Peter Rosengard Should I have? is my life insurance salesman. He is also uh, one of the two men who set up the comedy store in this country. Oh, of course. He's an extremely interesting man who then wrote a memoir about his life as a life insurance salesman. But I, I met him some years ago. I was on yeah. holiday in the south of France. And... Um, a, a guy introduced himself to me and said, hey, I'm Peter Rosengard. You heard of the comedy store? I said, uh, yeah. He said, I set that up. But, I mean, this is straight out the gates. There's no small talk. <laughs> but um, really, I'm just a life insurance salesman. I said, oh, nice to meet you. And then sort of, I ended up having these quite insane conversations with me where he told me his life story. So he's in the Guinness Book of Records for selling the most expensive life insurance policy from a cold call in history That's to so David wow. Geffen, to whatever record company uh, uh, David Geffen sold out to. He called them and said, well, what if David Geffen dies? Wow. Um, And they went, oh, good point, actually. Yes. He's sold life insurance. He tells stories like if he's in a a lift with somebody, he'll try and sell them life insurance. He sold life insurance to Pete Townsend from The Who in that way. He, He... Every day since 1985, he has had a table in the breakfast room at Claridge's. In the 80s and 90s, he used to have his own phone line. Sort of plumbed in. They just bring it, bring him his phone. Yeah, and he takes people. I mean, his way of selling you life insurance is he takes you for a fancy breakfast because nobody says no to a breakfast at Claridge's. And then he sort of starts telling you about how likely you are to die and how terrible that would be for your family. And so many questions. First of all, like, was he? He sounds really annoying. Was he quite like, oh, I may start? Is, was he hustling with you? Did he? And the second question is, did you buy life insurance? Yeah, so off him? I do have life insurance from him. Yeah, and he, <laughs> is that just so you can say at dinner parties? I've got life insurance from this guy, the most famous life insurance <laughs> no, it's salesman ever. I felt pressured, you know. I felt pressured, and you know. I, I needed life insurance. I don't know if I'm paying through the teeth for it, but he really, you know, these days he's like, come on, Jeff, you've got a kid, uh, you're approaching 50, do you know what the cancer rates are in this country? You know, if you've got a bit of cancer, if you get this policy, even if you get a mild cancer, you'll get a million. I mean, really, it's a good bet because most people get... I mean, he tries (laughs) to tell you these policies. When did he have this conversation with you then? When did this happen recently? He always, sort of once a year, he tries to sell you more life insurance. So he's still going? He's still active? Yeah, yeah. I think he's probably in his late 60s. Now, he's a fascinating character. To to answer the question, is he a bit annoying? Mm. Um, Yes. But I think he sort of owns that. An, An awful thing happened to me once. He came and met me after the radio show and said, I'll take you out for dinner. So we go into this restaurant and it's so busy. He goes up and says, how long's the wait for the table? Uh, they say it's about 45 minutes. He then says, 
Uh, I'm with very famous radio DJ Jeff Lloyd from Virgin Radio. And they just look at him blankly because, of course, they've got no idea who I am. Of course they haven't, nor should they. And they just say, well, yeah, it'll still be 45 minutes. And it was you. Because I would never do that. That's awful. Then he turns to you yeah. and sort of looks accusing Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's Amazing. sake. And, and he wrote this memoir um, about his life as a life insurance salesman. And I have to say I do feel quite slighted because I'm not in it. Oh, really? So, Even yeah. though you're famous... Well, according, you know, famous enough for him to try and use that to get a table at a restaurant. <laughs> but not but, famous enough to get the no, weight down on the table. No, but everybody, like, the, the amount of people, I mean, it's full, like, everybody he's ever met is in this book apart from me. And is, and, it, people, is, it, is it him describing the uh, policies that he sold every person? Like, Bono, he's got a great policy. I read it. Oh, come on. You've got to log back <laughs> wow. in as well. Also, you bought uh, you bought Love, Sex, and Other Foreign Policy Goals by Jesse Armstrong. I love that book. Yeah, it's really good. I interviewed him, and I, you know, I do this quite often. I'll read something, and uh, having had a free copy of it, mm. and then buy it for other people. Good. So oh, it's not just nice. the people who hear the interviews; it's me. Yes, there you know. go, passing yeah. it on. Um, yeah, it was good because it, it, it's a great book about a guy in the nineties going off on a sort of it's a it's a drama production isn't it to bosnia yeah but it, did, it never did that well that yeah, book and it deserved film, actually and there's brilliant there's a movie. very funny bit where they kind of sort of accidentally end up at hitler's birthplace and <laughs> sort of don't know what the appropriate thing to yeah, do is yeah, yeah yeah he's a brilliant writer yeah. he's so fantastic have you seen um succession no i've oh, not it's no so good it's mm-hmm. his show for hbo which they show on sky over here oh, which yeah. is about a, a a media dynasty which could be the Murdochs, but yeah. very much isn't for legal reasons, I, I presume. Yeah. And it's it's some of the best television I've seen in years. Really? Also, I manage, like, one of my great gifts in life is spotting Chekhov's gun <laughs> in any show. And I predicted the ending of it so accurately, <laughs> I, I could have passed as a psychic. Hang on, spotting Chekhov's gun? Is that a phrase? That no, I'm, no. no I'm, I'm literally spotting Chekhov's gun? Yeah, so, you know, the, you know, if, if you... It's the the drama rule. If you see a gun in the first act, you know what oh, be used I in the see. third yeah, act. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so I I'm really good at spotting plot devices. Okay. Same. Okay. I yeah. annoy so many yeah, people. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's a very when, people, when I watch TV with them. Yeah, I'm my like, predictions this is are always happen. so off. Yeah, like honestly. <laughs> well, well, how you've been an actor, read scripts. Yeah, I'm been just crap in with them. them. I will always really? say it's absolutely her. She is gonna it's gonna turn out that no. she's got an ulterior motive and then she dies. Away. Well, that has occurred to me that I make so many predictions that. It's a bit like, yeah. throw, you know, a, a stopped clock being right twice a day. Yeah. Or my mum's approach to TV quizzes. She will shout. If, if the answer is A, B or C, she will shout with equal volume, A, B and C. And then when it is A, B or C, she will say, I told you. <laughs> oh, no, I always suggest the right thing because I'm just always right. <laughs> also, Jesse Armstrong's writing partner has a great name. Oh, he's a Sam Bane. Bane, of course. Isn't it, isn't it annoying when people confuse Bane and Banes, though? Yeah, it is, but we set, we actually set up a club, me, Sam Bain, and uh, another Sam Baines who works in theatre. Have you actually? The, the Bain, and in brackets, ES club. Good. Yeah. And, and how often does the club convene? Um, never, just right. one time on Twitter. <laughs> I made a logo. Although people, <laughs> quite often in interviews, people do ask me what it was like to write Peep Show. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it was, it was a fun little period of my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pursue that. Always follow that through. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a good show. I was quite pleased with it. Um, now, uh, Jeff, we are crashing into 2016 and... There can be no doubting that a child has arrived in your life at this time. Mm. Um, 
mainly because you've bought Chasing the Scream, the first and last days of the war on drugs. <laughs> but also because you've got things like Tommy Tippy, Closer to Nature, Perfect Prep Machine. You have got Swaddle Me. Swaddle Moomin stuff as well. And also, which we've had on this podcast before, Sam, Sleepyhead Deluxe Pod. That's what Carriad got as well. Oh, Carriad Lloyd got... You two were so excited about this. I think we might have recommended that to Carriad. Oh, really? I think so. <laughs> My wife and her are friends. All the podcasters recommending it's, the pod. Yeah. If I ever have a child, or mm. I'm near a child, I'm going to get this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the kids come along. What, what, how, what year? How? He's three. He's called okay. Eugene. Um, I'm the favourite, which mm-hmm. is very satisfying. I put a lot of work into that. Aww. It's a lot of work um, to get that. It's yeah. quite upsetting for my wife. You know, she'll go in and wake him up in the morning and he'll say no mummy go back to sleep mummy I want daddy does he actually yeah 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 oh wow which is quite a harrowing thing for a mother to hear horrible and you know I simultaneously feel bad for her and just delighted for myself especially as at the same time of buying the sleepyhead you bought the Medela Easy Expression Bustier Large Mm. oh lovely which is a sort of bra Mm. with holes for the nipples did that work? Well, yeah. I mean, the, I think what that was, it's it was so that zip. you can express milk in a yeah. hands-free way. I oh, think that is the advantage of that bra. I think you can wow. attach the bottles in some way. I'll so be absolutely honest. hands-free milk expressing. Just, yeah, complete and, your transition from human being your, to cow. Yeah. Well, this, is, this was the thing. It was, the, the whole milking machine thing I did find a bit industrial. Like, I'm a very present father. Of course. But I didn't really... You know, uh, I, I didn't. Re- I wasn't prepared for the experience of sitting on the sofa with my wife mm. uh, and having a machine milking her while we watch television. Yeah, it's yeah. quite distracting. Did the isn't farmer it? come round with a pail after yeah, us just to yeah, fill yeah. it up. You know, it's completely distracting. You do, and it's inevitable. You start to look at each other in a different way because it's your wife has got this incredible. Do you think it might be distracting for her as well? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Sometimes being you have to, milked. Sometimes by you have to pause the TV it's show. The most, it's the most beautiful, beautiful thing in the world, but the the. Keep sort Bond between a mother and child, and especially if you know you're, you're able to connect in the through the means of breastfeeding. But the industrial milking machine, mm. it does. You know, there's, there's, it takes a little. I love that you and, both described it as distracting. It can really put you off your box set watching game. Yeah. So let's crash on into the present day. Well, sort of the latter half of 2018. Can you see this on the 31st of October 2018? Um, Samantha Baines, what do you want for Halloween 2018? <laughs> I would like some vagina tightening gel. No, it's yeah. called Virgin Again. Virgin Again, awful, yeah. awful. So, what? Awful. Feel I'm sorry. young again, intimate. Yeah, cream. you're looking at this. And you're thinking it's very creepy, and you're thinking very badly of me at this point. Really badly. You've got a lot of digging to do quickly. What? Imagine if I edit it now. That's the end of the show. <laughs> Give Jeff a follow on Twitter. Massive racist with fat thumbs. As as I <laughs> likes virgins. As I said, I I um share the Amazon account with my wife, her best friend turned 40, and she thought a funny birthday present for her best friend would be vagina-tightening ointment. It is herbal. It's horrible. <laughs> it's the descri- I can't believe this exists. The description is virgin tight is a vaginal tightening gel. It helps to tighten the vagina muscles and gives a very young feeling. Oh, you please. You feel young Ooh. again and again. Oh, please. It's, it's dedicated to those partners who lose their interest in each other without knowing the cause. Oh, no. Obviously, the cause is baggy vagina. Oh, God. This solution gives a complete youthfulness and brings back the vagina into its original shape. Shape and enhances lovemaking desire in women. 
This is horrific. Oh, this needs to be banned. Really bad. Bio Beauty Limited. Do you agree it is a funny birthday present from yeah. one oh, yeah, friend to another? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hundred percent comedy gold. Um, can we have a look at the reviews, we please? We have to look at the reviews. Ha- this is probably. <gasps> Mr. Mark Bonnet, four stars. <laughs> What's he doing with it? Tight as a nun's chuff, maybe. <laughs> so, does, the title do, of the do you review. get any impression as why he's detracted, um, um, take it, subtracted one star? <laughs> the wife's been applying this for a few days now, but I've not had the opportunity to sample the results. It's my birthday in December, <laughs> so I'm hoping for the annual dabble. Double. What else? Any others? Any other reviews? Vicky Lewing, three stars. Didn't work for me. Didn't do anything for me. Used so why three stars then? Don't Doesn't know. make any difference. It's, I mean, it is an ointment. You've got to get a couple of stars for the fact that it's an ointment. Any other reviews? Cindy well? Alman, not good. One star. <laughs> Vera says, very easy to use. I like this product. Like women of a certain age, you tend to leak a little bit. Oh. This product has really helped me. Well, that could be good. Yeah, of course. Yeah. After I mean, a difficult is... childbirth yeah. has really helped me as I no longer have this problem. I would recommend as it work for me. They don't advertise the seepage benefit. Too. No. That's not no, a selling that's point. That's a different story, yes, isn't yes. it? That's a different story. Madame Caramel, um, five stars, did the work. Can you do that in a French accent? <laughs> Madame Caramel did the work. <laughs> the final product I want to go to, because this is something which I very recently bought as well, and lots of people are talking about it. Um, it is, it was delivered on the 11th of March 2019. The book you wish your parents had read and your children will be glad that you did. This is sitting in a, uh, a pile of books next to my bed by uh, Philippa Perry. Have you read it yet? Is it worth it? Because I'm hearing it's a wonderful thing. I bought it. My wife then took it mm-hmm. and she she has just finished it she's sent me regular text messages either saying what a, you know basically making the point that she's a great parent because she intuitively does all this stuff oh nice or uh, saying you really need to read this book the suggestion being <laughs> there is something wrong with my parenting that she thinks this book will correct fine so that is a win win situation yeah, for yeah, her yeah. basically I'm amazing and you need to do more yeah, things on here to which I would say who's the favourite <laughs> it's like that I'm always reminded of the scene in Neighbours in the 80s when uh, Bouncer had two homes do you remember he was living with Mrs Mangle and oh, right. Todd I think it was and they tried to work out whose dog he was. Hang so on, they... but Todd was living with Mrs. Mangle. Oh, maybe it wasn't Todd then. Or no, maybe maybe they were, but then they went and lived separately. Right. right they, with you know when chops. Todd and Mrs. Mangle split up, and uh, I don't know maybe that's someone else. Um, I and think they... They were, it was a grandmother <laughs> grandson relationship. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have and they no put, idea what you're talking but about. But they put Bouncer in the middle, and then they had to decide. It was a big one, of the biggest neighbors' cliffhangers. Where would Bouncer go to Mrs. Mangle or to? Well, there's a very famous story about that. That's what happened with John Lennon as a child between his mother and father. And this is in all the Beatles books that, you know, his, his father was this absent, uh, he was a merchant seaman, he was called Alfie Lennon and he was quite a, a, a character. Yeah. And then his, his mother... I think was quite free spirited, and there was this scene, and I think it's even been in some dramatizations where the young John Lennon, as a four year old, is forced to choose between his mother and father and chooses the mother. Yeah. Um, and it's a great story, but it's been debunked, it never happened. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, that is amazing as we get towards the end of uh, My Mate Bought a Toaster with the brilliant Jeff Lloyd. That is the first time you've mentioned the Beatles. I mean, I'm amazed that you haven't asked me about the countless copies of the Beatles anthology that I've bought for people. I can't believe I mean, it. I can't believe we've got this far without mentioning yeah. the Beatles. I mean, maybe we'll, we'll do a sequel. We'll come back and we'll do a Beatles Christmas special Because the first thing I ever bought on Amazon, on mm. Amazon.com in 2000, was a copy of Paul McCartney's film from the 80s, Give My Regards to Broad Street, okay. which, I won, uh, which I bought for an ex to try and win her back. 
And it didn't that ever work. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeff, the other thing we've learned about have we learned so much about Jeff Lloyd? Like generosity, big fan of that. Yeah. Generosity, karaoke. Doesn't make friends with guests on his radio shows. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, think yeah. it's weird. They're not there to make friends. Like, why would they want to be friends with me? Listen, Jeff, thank you so much for coming. If there was one um, item which we've been through today, yeah. which you had to take with you, this yeah. is the proper Desert Island Discs yes, ending, yeah, right? Yeah. You're going back to your idyllic cottage or whatever it was, the, the shed, the shack that you had in Sweden, uh, and you're going to go back for a very long weekend. What product would you take with you, please? I think it would be Don't the, say vagina tightening cream. The mucusless diet system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, stay safe. Thanks for listening and stay mucusless. That's the most important message we can take from this podcast. <laughs> Live mucus noises there from Samantha Bates. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Perfect. Nice. That was great. Lovely, lovely Jeff Lloyd. And that concludes today's My Mate Bought a Toaster. Samantha Baines, thank you. Thank you for doing this. And thing. he actually bought a toaster. Lovely. And also, he had to point out that he bought a toaster on this podcast called My Mate Bought a Toaster. And you and I, you honestly, we both went red as beetroots when we realised that we hadn't twinked. No, seriously, we knew we were just letting him have that sure, moment. Sure, 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 sure. Um, listen, thank you so much for all your lovely comments so far because this is actually the first podcast we've recorded since we've been live out there happening and we've, we're have getting nice reviews and all that business so if you fancy it please jump onto your podcast provider and give us a nice review um, give five us five stars five stars um, and give us a uh, follow as well at ToasterPod on Twitter we've got, we've got 42 followers not bad 42 winning at life and also we're going to be tweeting the products that we talk about on the podcast that's right so it's actually worth following at ToasterPod we will be putting up links uh, to some of the products Vagina oils, definitely. <laughs> That's what I was saying, some of. Okay, not all of. Not all of. <laughs> all right, thanks very much. We'll be back soon. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. Find us on Twitter at AlwaysTherePod. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.